Doctrine and Devotion, the podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, elder candidate at Redeemer Fellowship. It's Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. In Westchester. Be there, be there, be there. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, man, uh, we had our services. Yep. It's a good time. Great time. Uh, Probably the best thing about it was when Joe uh, quoted Snoop Dogg. Uh, I did that in first service. I wasn't yep. planning on doing that. Yeah, but it was great. But uh, it worked. I mean, you had your mind on your money. And I had my money on my mind, so. And we were rolling down the street. I didn't keep going, though. Oh, I know. No, I, just, I thought uh, we were going to keep going. No, no. You don't want to sing that song? No, I'm, I'm, good. I'm good. Why? You don't remember it? So, yeah, I talked about math and Snoop Dogg. Math today. and Snoop Dogg. Well, hold on. Your math wasn't really math. It was math. It was multiplication. Okay, but you used the uh, illustration mm-hmm. of the movie Gremlins. Right. That's which how... you called a Christmas movie. It is. Okay, what you call the Christmas movie. It is. Christmas movie. It is. Uh, the Gremlin Christmas movie. It is. And so, stop it. Oh. <laughs> okay. Where you explain to us multiplication yeah. by the wedding of a gremlin. The wedding. Wedding. That's Not what a said. wedding. We said wedding like we're getting married. No, wedding. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a weird way to say it. Okay, anyway, well, it doesn't gremlins get wet. I was just, okay, so I, why don't you explain. Okay, here's how. What, I, are the, what are the three rules for the gremlin? Just, just get light. Everybody know the three All right, rules. Uh, keep them out of bright light. Sunlight Which can would kill them. Because it kills them. It could. Sunlight mm-hmm. can kill them. Uh, you don't get them wet. Don't get them wet because? They multiply. They multiply. And then, uh, and if you feed them after midnight, they turn into the gremlins. The mogwai turns into the gremlin. Oh, which is the green one, right? Yeah, the green one's the gremlin. The green one's the gremlin. green one's they, the gremlin, yeah. Yeah. So when they get them wet, then they multiply. Right. No, yeah, 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 yeah. They become more of these smaller gremlins. No, they just became more. They, they just became more of the gremlins. Yeah. Not the mogwai. The Mogwai, but yeah. then if you uh, feed them after midnight, yeah. then they turn into gremlin. Right. Gotcha. See, uh, that's why my sermons last 45 minutes. <laughs> because Joe has to go through <laughs> that one illustration. Po- something times. pops into my head, and I'm like, hey, here we go. Uh, and so, yeah, grace and peace be multiplied to you. Right, just like in gremlins. Just like in gremlins. So right. wet up that grace and peace. Yeah, man. So uh, we got Sunday. We got a little bit of time here after mm-hmm. the service, and uh, we actually have a meeting uh, in a little bit. So we thought, hey. In the meantime, let's do it. Let's record an episode. Let's talk about communion, the Lord's Supper. Yeah, hey everybody. Yeah, well, um, now I'll be honest. This is one of the subjects that uh, I guess I I just love. I think I mentioned it before. I love how we do things as far as communion goes here at Redeemer, and it's one of the highlights. I mean, your preaching's great. You know that. I've never said anything otherwise except this morning when I told you. Um, what did you say this morning to me after first service? Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. Hold on. Because I'll quote you if you don't. No, no, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, so here's the thing. I told Joe in his office, great servant. Okay, no, no, just tell me. I know, I'm just, just saying. Just, so don't set the, it up. So at the start of second service, as he's walking to his seat, I lean over and say, hey, man, first service sucked. Don't do that again. Yeah. And he just, and Joe just looks at me like, oh, thanks, man. Like crestfallen, you know? Like what? It, it, it was crestfallen. It hurt. It made, it made me sad. Crestfallen? Oh my goodness! Did you? Oh, that's right. You went to community college. <laughs> Google crestfallen later. Crestfallen, and then add later. So uh, wait, no, you're looking at me you, like I did something wrong. I don't even know what we're talking about. Okay, so you were saying that you like how Redeemer does. Yes, communion. I do love how we do communion here. Okay. Well, we want to talk about uh, you know now you know what crestfallen. Yeah, is. it means uh, here uh, sad and disappointed. Yeah. What? Uh, we're teaching everybody everything today. Right. Go. Well, teaching you. Everybody else knew it. Oh, everybody else with, knew what it was. I guarantee. Hashtag you, Jimmy you, don't know. Hashtag Jimmy don't hashtag? know. Stop with the hashtag. No, I really love what we do at Redeemer. 
it's one of the things, it's a highlight for me, along with the preaching, along with the worship, along with gathering with God's people. But I really enjoy uh, how we set it up. And even today, uh, the encouragement to go th- to talk about it with your children. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll actually, uh, why don't we talk about how we do it? Like, what is, what is the Lord's Supper? And we're going to talk about what it is and all of that. But let's mm-hmm. just kind of set it up for people. If they're visiting on a Sunday. Yeah. Now, if we are closed, okay, we, the well, table is closed to you. Yeah, if we don't know you, you're not a member. No, we are. Yeah, you cannot come forward. You have to be baptized by immersion in our tub before you're allowed to take communion right, by one of us. Uh, preferably Pat. Yeah. Within the last 365 days. That's exactly it. Um, so we have communion every Sunday, with which Supper is open. Every it is open. We're open communion. We are open communion. As long as you have a relationship with the Lord, you yeah. are free to come up to the table. Yeah. So if you don't know the difference, there's um, close communion, mm-hmm. which is, uh, well, you've got to be baptized before you have um, the Lord's Supper. And for Baptists, that typically means you need to be baptized by immersion as a believer. So many Baptists today, uh, especially Reformed Baptists, would yeah. say, if you have not been immersed as a believer, in other words, if you were raised Presbyterian, uh, you cannot have communion with us. You cannot come to the table, right. or if we're passing the plates, you can't have it. you got to let it pass you. So Baptists would effectively say, like uh, R.C. Sproul and Jonathan Edwards, you can't, uh, you can't do this with us. That's a, it's a closed communion. Closed communion is local church only, so you have to be a member of that church to do so it. So close and closed. Is right. that what you said? Yeah. yeah. And then there's open communion, yeah. which is we don't care. We don't, well, no, it's not that, that we no, don't no, care. No, I'm, I'm just that, kidding. I don't think that's what it is. No, open communion means if you um, know the Lord and if you have differences in view on baptism, mm-hmm. that should not bar you from coming to the table and us fellowshipping together. A la uh, John Bunyan. Johnny B. Johnny B. Water differences in water baptism, no bar to communion. That's the name of the treatise. That's like right. That. So, uh, so let's, let's explain it to them. They show up on they Sunday. Up, yes, we do it every sh- Sunday, so it doesn't do, matter which Sunday. It doesn't matter. Now, here, let's talk about that real fast, okay? Because uh, I know that there are some churches that will do it quarterly or they'll do it monthly. Right. And they have a problem with this idea of every every week. I mean— doesn't it devalue it? Doesn't it make people feel like they get they just it becomes routine and they lose the awe right. of communion and the and the weightiness of it? Yeah, well, listen, we we didn't always do it uh, weekly. Yeah. Uh, some of us wanted to, but other elders were concerned that it would lose its special significance because we only did it once a month. Yeah. Um, so I understand that perspective. Um, and, uh, but as we studied it, read it, we all came to the same conclusion and we went weekly and everybody's super happy. Everybody loves it. But I mean, if you do it weekly though, I mean, here's my, here's really, I know the rub. I get it. Cause you just said it like it, it, we do it every week. Doesn't it just become a ritual that we don't think about it? Exactly. Well, no. And, and the way that, the way that we talk about it is the Lord has commanded us to do certain things in mm-hmm. his word as we gather, right? Yeah. Yeah. What are those things? Uh, together, together with the, the preaching of the word. Yep. The prayer. Right. Reading of the word. Reading of the word, yeah. What did I say? I said reading, preaching. Singing. Singing. And? I said prayer. Yep. Lord's Supper. Lord's Supper. Yeah. He and commands we, all of these things, right? Yeah, yeah. So do we only do one? Wait, which one do we Which one do we have the singing on? Is that on the first of the month or the last of the month? Is that uh, the first Sunday of the month? 
Well, it's the second Sunday of a full moon. Okay, so on the second, that's when we can sing because we yeah. don't want to sing every week because that could get routine. But exactly, then right. people won't so, get into it. Yeah, well, what no, about preaching? Preaching is only on the fourth Sunday or the third Sunday. I it's, think. it's well, it's the third Sunday, but uh, leap year messes things up sometimes, so oh, I get confused. Gotcha. Okay. But I just know that if we had preaching every Sunday, it might lose its significance. Uh huh. So and we usually do fireside chats. We do fireside chats. We we preach without a Bible. It's not preaching. It's um. It's more like uh, what would you call it? Sharing. We share. We do a lot of sharing. We do a lot. No. Of sharing. So the point is, is that. That we're commanded to do these things yes. uh, when we gather, and so the Lord's Supper is one of them. It's the only one we tend to like parse out and so go like. So why do we think that's the one that's going to be? The- well, honestly, there even in the Reformed tradition, many Presbyterian churches do it quarterly. Uh, it's not just a Baptist thing. Yeah, yeah. So the Bible doesn't tell us that we need to do it every week. But it does imply that it should be often, that we should be gathering and doing it. Well, yeah, thing. every time you gather together. Well, yeah, but it, it doesn't specifically say that. I'm going. It says... Do this as or often as often as you eat this bread and drink yeah, this cup. Yeah, that's what it says. It doesn't say as often as you gather formally for corporate worship. So read it to yourself. Don't let your lips are moving. Jimmy, Jimmy can't read unless his finger is going across the page and his lips Stop are moving. It. Stop <laughs> it! Don't tell people these things. You're, that's, the, that's behind the mic. That's our behind the mic episode. So um, we we believe that all of these things should be in place. So Jimmy, walk them through. Well, mm-hmm. How do we do it? So in our in our li- Jimmy's oh, okay, reading. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Okay. I'm done reading. Um, the way we do it is uh, first we have a time of confession, mm-hmm. right? So Joe or one of the other elders or someone that has uh, uh, been approved by the elders will uh, lead the people through a corporate prayer of confession, where we uh, we just seek God, uh, we seek repentance for our sins. Uh, we and then from there, one of us will explain what communion is wh- and what it's not. We explain that this is an ordinance uh, that's been given to us that we do it weekly, uh, but that it's not that it it saves us or cleanses us from our sins, but it's that it's a, a constant reminder of the gospel um, of Jesus Christ. And then from there, uh, we kind of give what's it called, like instructions, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go through fencing the table on how we do that, but we give instructions on how people can come forward and what exactly. the order is. And then everyone comes forward, uh, and they grab a piece of the bread, and they dip it in the common no, cup. No, stop it. I'm trying and to get you to go, tell the truth. <laughs> okay, We'll fine. get to that later. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So you took so long, they don't even care anymore. Oh, no one's listening. People, no one cares about this. We, we have them, people come forward, so we have two tables up front. Yes. People come forward up the middle. They, they each take a piece, a piece of, bread, of bread. They take a, one of the cups, cups. And they go back down the sides. To their seats. To their seats. And there, though, this is the part that I love, is uh, especially if you've got kids with you, your children with you, we explain it to them. We explain to them, this is what the bread represents. This is what the cup represents. This is, you know, this points to the gospel. This points to Jesus's sacrifice uh, for for our sins. And even though that has already been explained in yes. up front, and it's been explained in a different way every week, a different passage yeah. every week, um, this gives the parents a chance to really articulate it for their kids in a way exactly. that they can understand. And it's a time for like almost catechesis where they say, okay, you tell me what this means. And, and that's so. kind of what we do with now with Cohen. I would be sitting there and saying it for months, almost yeah. a year, when right. I would be the one that would be saying He's it. a little slow. Yeah, can Killian say it? Uh, oh, thank not, you very much. Not in a way that you can understand. <laughs> Killian, has a, Killian has a speech problem. But now I just feel like a jerk. Yeah, I wouldn't have made, said that. Yeah. Well, you know he does. Does he? Yeah. Come I don't on. Know. Nobody can understand bo- Killian. I don't know. We call him Bonger and it's your kid. What do you want me to think? No, man. He sounds like you, you can't. Don't, don't you make fun of your child. No, I'm just uh, saying. All right. So anyway, so that. But you now, like that. 
We all get, we all explain it to kids, that's, and they all eat. And that's it. And so now uh, Cohen will explain it to us. We'll right. ask him, "What does the bread represent? What does the cup represent? And and then why is it that Jesus had to die? Right? And what what are we looking forward to? What is our hope? That's the part that I'm mm-hmm. really want to press in with him is what is our hope right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he explains our hope. And then we pray together as a family. Yeah. And then he watches us. And at first he used to be like, "Wow, I ain't got why." Don't I get juice time? Right. You know, but now he understands this is not for me. Yeah. Once you're baptized, boom, you're good. Yep. Um, so well, that's basically how we do it. We have people come forward and uh, which is, you know, sometimes people pass plates. Sometimes people do it in the context of a meal like they uh-huh. used to do in the first century. And some people do intinction. Okay. We'll talk about intinction. You don't want to talk about it? Um, I know how much you love it. It's like your favorite way of taking communion. Yeah, I know. Uh, we're going to come out with some t-shirts. I'm like saving you. Oh, that, wait, wait. Sip it, don't dip it. Sip it, don't dip it. So intinction is the practice of many churches today um, where uh, you have the bread and you have the cup, and they take the bread and they dip it in the wine, and then they eat the soppy, soggy bread. Um, and they say that that's a good way to do the Lord's Supper. Uh, the problem is, is that's not what Jesus tells us to do. Yeah. Um, it was not the practice of the early church, mm. and it's gross. Um, th- those <laughs> it, are the it, main reasons. It's pretty gross. Think? People's dirty fingernails and fecal bacteria dropping into the wine. Wait, other people, people wash their hands? People don't wash matter. Their, don't matter. There's fecal people bacteria wa- everywhere. Man, people wash there's, their hands. There's fecal bacteria everywhere. So anyway, um, they dip it in, they eat it. And there's all kinds of arguments like, well, you're still drinking because the wine is in the bread. And you're, you're just chewing and drinking at the same time. Now, it's, Jesus said, eat and drink. Yeah, 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 You're not drinking. They'll appeal to the fact like, well, we have a common cup. And Jesus appeals to a common cup. And so having the common cup that we all share is more ideal than splitting it up into little Baptist juice glasses. Uh, well, there's a couple of problems with that. One, if your church is over 100, you ain't doing no common cup anymore. You're going to have two cups. So there goes your common cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, besides that, uh, I don't buy the common cup argument. In fact, in Luke. Oh, he's got something ready. Oh, I'm ready to go in tinction, people. Uh-huh. Um, Are you looking at Luke 22? I am. Luke 22, verse 14. And when the hour came, he reclined at table and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took a cup. And when he had given thanks, he said, take this and divide it among yourselves. Oh. But, 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 that, Wait a but Joe, wouldn't have said like, hey, t- take this and drink from this one cup? No, it doesn't say that. It, 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 it says, I think, in the, I think in the Greek it says, take this cup and dip your soggy bread. No, it no, doesn't say I don't that think either. It says that in the Greek. No, it looks like you're dividing up the wine is what it looks like. So take this and divide it. Among I'm not the... saying that. Now, hold Jesus... on. Are you reading? Are... Wait, hold on. Are you actually reading from an inspired version? I am reading from the ESV. It, yes. That is from the King James. Oh, no, ESV. So here's the thing. Um, I know that there's a lot of room for disagreement here. And ultimately, if I'm at a church where they practice intinction, uh, bless their hearts, I will, I will celebrate the Lord's Supper with them. So you will? You oh, will? yeah. I, totally. Okay. Totally. So you wouldn't be like, I ain't doing this. No, it's gross, and I inside I am objecting. Yeah. But no, I'm going to show respect, and I will submit to that church, and just like, hey, man, we, we, I just think this is the wrong way to do it. But ultimately, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? Just going to roll with it. Uh, but we're not going to do that at our church because uh, Jesus said, eat and drink, and we want to do that. Let's get off of intinction. Let's just talk about what this is for okay, a minute. Let's do that. Um, what is the Lord's Supper? 
right? We say it's an ordinance. It's an ordinance, yeah. Um, it's a reminder of the gospel. Sacrament's fine. You can use the terms interchangeably. We're not going to get into that. And anymore. we've already discussed that in the past. All right. So it's an ordinance, uh, which means it is essentially a sacred tradition given to us by Jesus. He That's gives right. us this ritual, this tradition to do. So it's from Jesus given to the church. Yes. Now, um, and when we get this, when we have this, when we do this, what are we fundamentally doing? What are you doing, Jimmy? What? Don't, what are you doing? I'm asking you a question, and you're oh, playing I'm looking, around. I'm looking for the 1689. Oh, gosh, dude. We seriously, I just asked you a question. All right, go. What are we doing when we do the Lord's Supper? This we, is how. This is the normal conversation that I have with Jimmy. He doesn't pay attention. No, I paid to, attention to you. I was looking for the 1689. Okay, there, yeah. Okay, answer. Okay, what's my answer? What, what was uh, the question? Exactly. What was the question? Just say the question. When we observe the Lord's Supper, yes. what are we doing? Fundamentally, what are we doing? Fundamentally, we are quieting ourselves and being reminded of the gospel. It's, it's a preaching of the gospel to ourselves. Right. We are. Really, you needed me for that answer? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to include you. Oh, okay, well, I'm, there you go. Keep going. All right, so now go ahead and look for stuff. Thank you. You can this also is, just bring it up, uh, Joe Thorne slash 1689. I know, I was just about to do that. I don't have my computer. So anyways, the uh, we are remembering, right? Uh, do this in remembrance of yes. me. Jesus says it is a memorial. Now, that doesn't mean that it's only a memorial. It doesn't mean that... Um, when we observe this ordinance, uh, when we do it, when we eat and drink, that we are simply remembering and nothing spiritual is happening. We wouldn't want to say that. Uh, so there are some people that take a purely memorial view. Yes. You remember, it's a ritual, but nothing's really going on. Mm -hmm. uh, but then there's this, there's another view that, that would argue, and there are, there are many views. We're not going to go into transubstantiation and consubstantiation. Yeah. We're not going to get into all that. But there is another view that I think is a better view that while it is memorial, there is something happening. Okay. When we observe the Lord's Supper, when we receive it by faith, that it is a means of grace. Mm -hmm. That by it, when received by faith, we are sanctified. We are growing. That when we do this, we are drawing near to Christ and Christ is drawing near to us. And uh, the book that I would recommend you guys to read is by uh, Richard Barcelos, Dr. Richard Barcelos, and I believe it's called The Lord's Supper, A Means of Grace. Uh, check that out, because, you know, Baptists have, have long argued that it is a means of grace. Uh, you can even go to uh, James Pettigrew Boyce's mm -hmm. Abstract of Systematic Theology, read him on sanctification, and he'll argue that, well, sure, the Lord's Supper is a means of grace. Yeah. It's, we are sanctified as we receive it by faith. And let's uh, you know, reading from the 1609, yeah, chapter 30, paragraph 7. Uh, Worthy receivers, outwardly partaking of the visible elements in this ordinance, do, the, do then also inwardly by faith, really and indeed, yet not carnally and corporally, mm -hmm. but spiritually receive and feed upon Christ crucified and all the benefits of his death, mm -hmm. the body and blood of Christ being then not corporally, or carnally, but spiritually present to the faith of believers in that ordinance, as the elements themselves are to their outward senses. Right. So there's a spiritual presence yes. argument. Um, so yes, this is this is a gift. This is a great thing. We should take it seriously. Mm -hmm. Why would we not want to do this every chance we get? As exactly. The Exactly. What, what about uh, what about doing it in small group though? Why don't we do it in small group? Because we don't do it in small group. No, we don't. I know that's actually come up in the past. Um, Let's do it in small groups. Well, I think, but that's not the corporate gathering. That's not the large corporate gathering of of the church coming together. It, it's a small gathering. That's yeah, a small a, gathering. 
Yeah, um, so a let's, part let's, let's of the do church, it there. But, not, but it's not the corporate church. Why don't we have it now? Do we have it again? No, you can't have we it We can now. have it right now. Why not? No, okay, Why not? Because, I'm I an mean, elder. Oh, well, oh, oh, good. I was actually just about to point that out. I was about to look at... I mean, you're not an elder. I know I'm not. not I was yet. about to look at John Calvin and you're his still work an elder in candidate. chapter four. Stop it. In uh, Calvin's Institutes in, in book four talks about that. Yeah. Uh, that is to be administered by uh, an elder, by uh, the leadership of the church. And it's supposed to be when we gather together as God's people, not not these little segments. Right. So you're missing out on something there, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. And again, there are differences of opinion, and I know good churches that allow the Lord's Supper to be taken in small groups. Um, we're not going to do that yeah. uh, because we really do believe that uh, the, the best practice and the principles in Scripture are that this should be done by the entire body when gathered together. Yeah. And we want to have elders present uh, because we also have to practice discipline and what's called fence. The table. Yeah, why don't you go into that? What do you mean by fencing the table? Fencing the table means that sometimes, uh, well, let, let me say, put it this way. To fence the table means that uh, we seek to protect people from partaking of the Lord's Supper in an unworthy manner, put it that way. And in 1 Corinthians, we see this, that people were partaking of the Lord's Supper in an unworthy manner, 1 Corinthians 11. Yeah. And... Um, there, they were getting drunk, they were mistreating each other, they weren't, being, they weren't sharing, they were being selfish, yeah. gluttonous uh, people. And uh, God said that the sin situation in that church had gotten so bad, and yet they're still claiming to maintain sweet communion with Christ yeah. by observing the Lord's Supper, that it got so bad, God began to afflict them. Some got sick and some yeah. died. And so Paul encourages us to, to really guard this ministry and to warn people from doing it in a way that would bring judgment upon themselves. Yeah, yeah. So the way that you fence the table, right, is uh, first verbally. So we, we want elders to be present to say, hey, uh, this is for those of you who believe. This is uh, for those of you who know Jesus Christ. Yeah. And if you are the repentant uh, confessor, that every Christian is, then we want you to come forward and we want you to enjoy this meal. It's a spiritual meal and we want you to feast on Christ. Um, but if you do not believe, if you are unrepentant, if uh, even if you are a believer and you are in deep sin and you are refusing to repent, then listen, for this time now, you need to get right and uh, go. But what I tell people is, listen, even if you've had a bad week and you've been kind of wallowing in sin and you've really messed up, don't feel like you can't come forward for communion. You can mm -hmm. confess and repent now, and in the midst of that, come forward for the Lord's Supper. We'd like you to do that. I mean, it'd be better for you to, to confess and repent now and, and use this whole event as an opportunity to do that. But if you're unwilling to repent, then, then don't, don't waste your time. So really, you, you, I mean, you get it. It's like um, we don't want people to do this if they aren't prepared. So if they're not a believer or if they're not repentant, um, this is, this is not something that, uh, that they should do. So we verbally fence yeah, the table. That's, that's right. the primary way. Um, some people are under church discipline. Yeah. And they may, uh, for a time, be uh, barred from, from coming to the table because yeah. they're in, in unrepentant sin. sin. Right. They're yeah. just not doing it. And so what would we do if we saw somebody uh, taking the Lord's Supper that we knew had no business taking it? Would we, who would tackle them first, Jimmy? Would, and and who, would, who would take the <laughs> knees and who would take the head? How would it work? Uh, well, usually uh, Pat likes to go low, yeah, and then Jeff goes high. Okay. So, um, we what do we do for real? What do we do when somebody if we if we spot somebody taking the Lord's Supper in a unworthy way? Well, I, I feel like 
because I've not I've never actually you know had that happen. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to say with complete certainty. But knowing our church and knowing our elders, what do you uh, think we would do? I feel like someone would come alongside them and well, like quietly, you know what I mean? Like and, and, or either that or afterwards and just say, hey, brother, you, you weren't supposed to. Yeah, we would do it. We would do it afterwards. I can't um, see you guys doing it in front of everybody because yeah. here's the thing. People don't know. Yeah. People don't know who who's yeah. not supposed to be. So, yeah, we would we would probably just um, uh, afterwards. We haven't had to do this yet. Yeah. Uh, but we've talked about it and, you know, we've given the warning, we've given the instructions Um we would say, hey, listen, you know you shouldn't be doing this because you're not repentant about yeah. this. You're not dealing with this issue. Um, now, if somebody, you know, it, there could be an extreme example where we would just walk up and say, hey, listen, if we if we have to walk up and say, don't touch this. It's then, because you've done it two or three times. Yeah. And we're just we're trying to take care of things. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that we, pretty much uh, we fence the table verbally and uh, warn people and yeah. encourage people. And we always preach the gospel when we do the Lord's Supper. And we always tell people. If you're not going to take the Lord's Supper right now, yes. then here's what we want you to do. And we encourage them to seek the Lord and to ask God to help them to understand. And then whatever it is, it relates to the message. Uh, so like today it was, you know, ask God to help you to understand your need for specifically the grace of Jesus Christ. Because that's what uh, I was preaching on today. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about how we do it. We've talked about how we fence the table. We've talked about... Um, how often it happens. Yep. What about wine? Oh, you want to talk about let's, this Let's one. wrap it up with we're wine. Gonna, we're going to talk about wine on this one? All right. So what do we use, Jimmy? What kind of wine do we use at Redeemer? <laughs> um, box wine. We use box wine. Actually, no. It's plastic jug wine. Plastic jug wine. Or, or maybe or grape juice. It's, it's, pra- it's, it's non-alcoholic. Welch's. Uh, Is it Welch's? It, I don't think it's Welch's. Uh, it's, probably, it's probably generic. I think it's some generic like wine. Gennaro juice. Gene- yeah. What? Gennaro juice. Okay. It's probably even grape substitute. It's mm-hmm. probably like a fake, fake thing. Yeah, I, so. I don't know. I don't know. It, um, we're using juice. How do you feel yeah. about that? Honestly, uh, be honest. It's a oh, podcast. No, no. Yeah, this is not the official Redeemer podcast. No, no, no. I am. I am okay with it. You're, you're like juice. No big deal. Ain't no thing. Um, Jesus said wine. You're like, hey, 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 I'm gonna go with juice or milk or whatever. It's called. It's all good. No, no, no. See, Why, what's the difference? Exactly. No, no. I, uh, I mm. am not opposed to juice. I know some people are opposed to juice. I am not opposed to juice. Uh, because I'm also looking at it from another level of uh, by going to wine, and I'm fine with wine. You know that. Like, I'm trying I, to figure like, this out. Like, you're all serious about not dipping it, but sipping it. Mm-hmm. All right, you take that real serious. But when Jesus says wine, you're like, eh. All right. So, how what would you say for the alcoholic? That uh, are they now no longer? I'm not talking. Right now, we're talking about no, no. no but what we're supposed let, to use let's, in let's communion. Move to that next level. Well, let's, let's first establish what the Bible says. Okay. What should we be now, using? Let's, uh, well, the the Bible does say if it causes a brother to stumble. No, no, no something that's going on. You know, I'm just saying though. No, nope. Lovingly, I'm asking you the question. No, first, we got to establish what I'm asking. Okay. What are you uh, asking? No, because I know we're gonna go because I've had this conversation with somebody, another podcast, and uh, they were in cage stage, and I feel like I'm going into this. Oh, did you really? We had a private conversation on no. my back porch. Well, you know, you're not going to. I know. I just gonna, don't want you to try to be all cage stage. I'm not cage staging. I'm just trying to make sure you don't stage me. Oh, geez. Um, listen, the Bible 
gives I us think, the I instructions. Think the Bible says wine. wine. Okay, yeah, great. I'm, so the I'm Bible the Bible instructs us to use wine. And according to some, that's not real alcoholic wine, okay. though. You know, okay, to non scholars who don't know what they're talking about. Oh, Doctor Page Patterson. Like I said, to non scholars, <laughs> that's that's not what we're talking. About. So yes, the Bible says wine communion. That's yeah, how it gets yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for years and years and years and years and thousands of years, two thousand years, mm-hmm. we've been using wine in communion until eighteen yep. hundreds when Mister Welch got non alcoholic uh, grape juice patents going and all that. Correct. Um, now, is it, so you're saying it's okay to use grape juice, and a lot of people yes. say it's okay to use grape juice. Yep. But um, so why is grape juice a suitable substance but not milk? Yeah, I've never actually thought about that. I'm just being honest. I, yeah. I never really thought about that. Most like, people, when they argue for grape juice, they say, well, it's still essentially the same thing. It's pressed juice. Pressed, yeah, yeah. So it's essentially the same thing. It's just, just not fermented. Not fermented yeah. so, um, so that's that's what they generally say. Yep. Uh, and I'm okay with ju- yeah, grace yeah. jupe as well. Grape juice as well, not grace jupe. Grace jupe. I don't. I, I keep going. I don't. I don't. Sounds like a nope. Disney princess. Gra- no. Yeah, what? Princess Grace. Grace jupe. Uh huh. Anyway, um, we have. Uh, so I get it. We use we use juice, but I think that uh, to only go with juice is a little strange. Um, I think to only go with wine could be potentially problematic for some people because because I think there are people that do struggle or are recovering from their struggles, even mm-hmm. though they would say uh, from those that I know, we both know what former alcoholics or recovering, alcoholics. recovering. That's it. Yeah. That they would say I am. I am an alcoholic. Yeah. I will always be an alcoholic. Uh, that's where I'm at. Yeah. And um, so providing juice, at yeah. least as an option uh, is showing sensitivity to people who may be struggling with alcoholism mm-hmm. or drunkenness or whatever. But now what about those people that would say, uh, the Lord's table is not a buffet. You yep. can choose, you know, you don't sit there and get to pick and choose. Yeah. We've had that conversation as elders because you know, we, we we're struggling with this, yeah. right? It's like, well, if, if we have juice and yeah, we yeah. feel like, man, we ought to have wine. It's more biblical, which right. is why we did gluten bread we actually oh we're gonna go into this now what sorry oh, yeah. it's the truth we did we went gluten-free oh we gluten- listen but we don't yeah no Our, gluten allowed there's no but, gluten on let me here's the thing oh, let me wait a second Joe. Wait. let me ask you this question all right uh in the bible mm-hmm. when jesus the bread that he used was that gluten-free it was unleavened bread and we use unleavened bread but we use gluten-free unleavened bread so what oh but hold on so all of a sudden do i have to find okay. out what color it was too that's okay. does it have to match the that's color that's okay yeah of course you Two-timer. <laughs> no, no. That's totally different. It is not. It is bada bam. <laughs> I feel so good right now. I'm, just, I'm agreeing bada with you. Bada bam, bada bam, Okay, all right. Bam. Listen to me. I agree with you. I already told you it's fine to have juice. Woo! It's fine to have juice. And by the way, our gluten-free bread. Woo! Our gluten-free bread is it's actually. It's gluten-free. It's actually very good, though. Yeah, whatever. But it, but it ain't biblical. Okay, listen. But for people, people have asked that question. We can't find anything good. Ours is actually really good. It is actually really good. Yes. And we will link to it in the show notes. All right, there you go. All right, so so we we're some of this like, well, if we go with like we have juice but not wine, we feel like we should mm-hmm. have wine because that's biblical. Mm-hmm. But if we have wine but we don't have juice, then what about people? And then if and then if we split it out, in other words, we really don't like any way of doing it. Like I'm uncom- I'm a little yeah. uncomfortable with every conceivable way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not totally satisfied with any way of doing the Lord's Supper. I'm always a little bit like, eh. So, yeah, especially because our culture and that's that's the other part that people would bring into it. I, I this is probably the only part of the argument that gives me pause mm-hmm. is uh, like 
in the Bible, like, yeah. for them, they're not dealing with the same issues. I think that that our culture is, you know, the uh, the issue that issue of just that alcoholism is so prevalent, huh? Of course, there is, yeah. There, there, there was, there was. I know, but so I'm trying. I'm trying to remember that person's argument that uh, why we shouldn't or why it shouldn't be juice is, you know, if because they're an alcoholic, well, they need to trust God. Well, yeah. Well, first of all, which I think in the I, first me, century, drunkenness, alcoholism, still in play. Um, it's not like alcoholism is new. Um, and I want to be very clear. I am not one that advocates that idea. If you do struggle with any kind of addiction. Right. I don't. I believe that you your faith in God is also coupled with the wisdom of God and, and being responsible from yeah, yeah. certain things. And don't don't put yourself in danger. Listen, no. here, here's the bottom line for Jimmy and I. Um, we think that wine and communion is a preferable option yep. if your conscience is clear and if you are not in danger. Absolutely. Uh, we think it's, it's more biblical to use wine. Yep. But we think that juice is permissible. And, and that's the important part. You're saying it's, it's, it's permissible. Because so, you use the word biblical because that implies that anything else is not biblical and therefore not sanctifying. Would it be? Yeah. So, well, grape juice is not biblical. Okay. Wine is biblical, but, okay. but grape juice is permissible, I would argue. That's okay. And, that's why I want to make sure yeah. people understand when you're... So it's you, permissible. It is It is made from the same stuff. Yeah. It's squished grapes. It's just not as nummy as wine. And um, Did but, you use this word, the nummy? Wine's nummy, yeah. It's okay. nummy. All right, all right. I've only heard you it's use... It's like adult Kool-Aid. That's what wine I is. I have only heard you use that word uh, with chicken gizzards. Oh. Yeah. All right, we're getting chicken gizzards. All right, so um, so no, yeah, I'm, it, on, I'm, I'm on my diet. I can't. Okay, I I got you, Jimmy. Mm. I got you. You're, you're on your diet. I'm. Uh, we let's get salads. We will get salads right after this All right. podcast. All right. So like, listen, we've got a meeting to go to. Yeah, we do. Let's um, let's wrap it up. Uh, Lord's Supper. Do it every week. Do it every week. Use wine or juice. Yep. And gluten or non gluten. Yeah. <laughs> So we got people with celiac disease. I, I Here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, I'm going to say the part. thing. No, I'm going to say the don't, thing. Don't, don't say the thing. I'm going to say the thing. Uh, people that have pretend gluten allergies. No. I don't care. I don't care about you. I do not care about you. But if you've got actual like celiac disease and, and real stuff, real yes. allergies, stuff, fine. I we, agree. We with care you about that. you, and that's why we switched it over, and everybody's good. All right. Okay. Big thanks to Justin of Jayvon Media, the audiovisual wizard of Doctrine and Devotion. If you've got any audiovisual or photography needs, hit up jbonmedia.com and he will hook you up. You could follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo and on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. Uh, you can head on over to iTunes yeah, and leave, leave us an honest five-star five review. review. Uh, you can head on over to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. You can contact us on the Contact Us page. You can sign up for our email list. You can also get yourself a T-shirt a hoodie, and when this drops, Joe, what we've already kind of talked about our the March 11th conference. What the March 11th? Nah, I'm Doctor not doing. I'm not doing that. The March 11th Doctor Devotion Conference wanna, happening here in St. Charles. It's going to be professional awesome. piety. We got Doctor James Renahan coming. Oh yeah, Doctor J. Doctor J. It's going to be really. You're cool. going to want to get this on. I'll get on this now. If you're going to be around, if you're in the area, your uh, your registration free. Not only includes admission, it right. includes you get the digital download yep. and a one of a kind journal. Yep, got custom journal to Peter be used. Voth art original. That's right, just for our conference. You get that. That's right, man. And listen, a, if you a do a journal, if you if you do this early enough, 
you get the cheap early bird rate. Oh, we're doing the cheap. Early we're doing bird? it. We're doing it. Oh, so you got to get it. you got to register before February though. Yes, you got to get in on February. this. Uh, where am I at? That, that, that. Fresh pod every, every Monday, Monday and Thursday. Thursday. Later. Later.